very simple song. Great are you, Lord. Great are you, Lord. Great are you, Lord. Great are you, Lord. Great are you, want to tell the Lord how great it is? voice and begin to bless the name of the Lord. Begin to thank him for his blessings. Thank the Lord for his mercies. Thank the Lord for his peace around us. Thank the Lord for provisions. Thank the Lord for protection. The psalmist said, if it had not been for the Lord on our side, lift up your voice and thank him. God has been too good to us. He's been too good to us. He's been too good to us. He's been too kind to us. He gave us another chance upon another chance upon another chance. The psalmist said, Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefit. He daily loads us with benefit. Lift up your voice and thank Him for daily loading us with benefit. Bible says he forgives all our sins and he heals all our diseases. What an awesome God we serve. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, O oh Lord, for favoring us. And thank you for making us your own. We are very grateful. Jesus, blessed and mighty name. Lord, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. We magnify your name. We thank you for the gift of life. The gift of the month of December. The year 2023. And all that you've done. Thank you for what is still awaiting us. Thank you that we will recover all. Without fail. In Jesus blessed and mighty name. Please bless tonight's service. Bless the word. Bless all audience in house. And the multitude online. Let no one remain the same. I pray that somebody will receive a key that will unlock that door for them. I pray that somebody will get back in alignment with you. Your miracle-provoking and life-transforming word. Tonight, breathe upon it. It is the breath of the Almighty that brings life. Breathe over the word and let the word be life. Jesus, blessed and mighty name. May it not be letters. But let it be life. Let it be spirit. Amen. Jesus, blessed and mighty name. Finally, we arrest the spirit of doubt, those belief, contention in the spirit and in our heart. And we decree and declare a free flow. Amen. By reason of the blood of Jesus. 
we give you praise jesus mighty name somebody shout me a believing amen. amen put your hands together and take your seat great are you Put your hands together for the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Make a little shout. Hallelujah. Right. Amen. All right. We bless God for this evening. And then we thank God for the opportunity to be in-house once again for service so that we can be serviced amen are you excited about the month of december then put your hands together once again for the lord jesus hallelujah right so please remember this coming sunday 6 p.m if you have any question please send it to the 720-645-6629 number the 720-645 in confidence and confidentiality it will be treated as such. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. All right. So this month we'll be talking about Thanksgiving. And um, I just want to put one or two things across. All right. So um, on this Saturday to the Jire Society, we'll be having the program. So when I'm done with the message, I will let Shadi, I'll give her two minutes to explain what will be done so that um, volunteers will know and then they'll prep themselves for it. Amen. Alright, but I'll be talking about Thanksgiving multiplies everything. I'll just be giving the overview of it and then God willing from, the, from Sunday we'll be taking it in different dimensions and different aspects. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody in house yeah i need you to flow with me amen i'm going to preach briefly and um this morning we were on the prayer line in fact from monday we were on the prayer line and then the lord started speaking to me about recovery yeah about recovery you know and the lord said that this month there's going to be full recovery uh, do you believe it you must believe it. Uh, me, all that I need is for the Lord to tell me what he want to do. And I run with it. You see? Don't be somebody who will be in the house of God and you will not believe what the Lord says. So the Lord said it's going to be a month of recovery. The Lord said everything that he said concerning you and I for the year 2023, we will not cross without it happening. And so when the Lord is doing anything or when there is recovery, one of the things that the Lord does is that the Lord compresses time. That is why when you read the book of um, Joel chapter 2, and then from verse 23, look at Joel chapter 2 verse 23. Uh, he said that, Be glad, rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain moderately. And then look at what he said, the next statement. He said, He will cause... 
to come down for you. You know, the rain, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month. It doesn't happen like that. The former, the, the former rain is the beginning rain. It is the rain that falls upon the earth when we have put the seed inside the earth. It is responsible for germination. It is responsible for, you know, the, the seedling coming up. It is responsible for the seedling becoming matured. And then after some months, when the seedling is now a full plant and it is about to bud flowers, then the latter rain comes in. The latter rain is for fruition. So there is time between the former rain and the latter rain. But then the Lord said that if I'm bringing recovery, I compress time. So what should be in the former rain and then with the time and then there will be the latter rain, I'll put them together in one, one period, in one season. Somebody shout and say, I receive my recovery by divine principles. Hallelujah. So whenever the Lord you know, it's like, let me, let me give you this example. Um, the Lord has given me four children. Now, the four children, it took us 10 years to produce them. 10 years for the four. But when the Lord compresses time, he can give you the four in one shot. Do you understand what I'm saying? Do you, do you get it? So, when the Lord brings the former rain and the latter rain together, something that took me 10 years, it can take you just one, one, one time. My wife, it can take you nine months. My wife had to go to the delivery ward four times. But you may go one time. And you will still catch up. Tell somebody the Lord is compressing time. Are you, are you getting what I'm talking about? You see? When, yeah, that is what I'm talking about. When the Lord compresses time and then there is recovery. Some, somebody may work for let's say 20 years and every year the person may be able to save five thousand dollars aside the bills and everything will be able to do the best of saving five thousand so five times ten is fifty so in ten in in ten years the person has now been able to accumulate let's say 50 grand but then when the law compresses time for you huh just one you may get just one opening transaction and you get a a, a bonus of one fifty thousand dollars and I, I'm not just speaking, I'm prophesying. Because that is what the Lord said. I'm just interpreting what the Lord said. Praise the name of Jesus. So there is going to be recovery this month. Do you believe it? Yeah. Uh, somebody proposes and then the person will be in a relationship for seven years. PhD proposal. Or PhD relationship. Doctoral relationship. Seven years. They are courting. And they are dating. You know, uh, but when the law steps in with recovery, the person proposes and then the next month, the marriage is going on. Praise the name of Jesus. Is somebody understanding what I'm talking about? Receive recovery in Jesus name. Wherever you are online or in house. I don't know what you are trusting God for, but receive recovery in Jesus name. And this, so the Lord told me on Monday and then the Lord said, I'm bringing financial recovery. How many of you were on the prayer line on Monday? Yeah. And from then, I have seen it. I've heard it. And then this morning, whilst we were on the prayer line, I saw some... Listen, in case you are not able to join the prayer line, when you wake up, listen to the recorded broadcast. Because early in the morning, the Lord speaks. He gives us direction for the day. Don't walk without direction. 
Praise the name of Jesus. Yeah. So you got to listen to it and then and then hear and then hear what the Lord is saying. You see, hear what the Lord is saying. So this morning I saw whilst we were just about to, I was about to give exhortation. I saw two books were opened, and precisely I saw the color of one was golden and the other one was green, very beautiful, and they were sparkling. And then I said, Lord, what is this? And the Lord said, These are the books of remembrance. And I said, okay, but what about the coloration? And the Lord said, the golden one is talking about financial remembrance. So there was a repetition. That is why I'm not surprised at uh, LP Shana, your testimony that you shared. Yeah. You see, the Lord said, there is going to be financial remembrance. And then the second one, the Lord said, there is going to be life remembrance. And I said, Lord, what do you mean by life remembrance? And then he said specifically, for recovery of health and the fruit of the womb. Yeah, I heard it. So I need you to keep these things and then run with them. Hallelujah. And you see, the Lord is bringing recovery because he has promised it. He's bringing recovery. He has promised recovery. He has promised that we will catch up. Recovery is when we catch up. We, we Sometimes you were late in something, but then you catch up. The Lord does something and then you catch up. Somebody will catch up in Jesus' name. But like I said also on the prayer line, there can't be recovery without restoration. It's very important we understand that. You see, the kingdom of God is made up of keys and all these keys have protocols that goes with them. If I give you a car key, it can't open a house door. So there are protocols that go with the keys of the kingdom. And one of the protocols of recovery is that there can't be recovery without restoration. For example, in the book of Luke chapter 15 verse 22. Now, remember when the prodigal son, as we always call that story, when he came home, the first thing that the father did was that the father restored him. If the father did not restore him, the things that he had lost or the opportunities that he had missed it or the, 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 the resources, because sometimes the Lord gives us opportunities we blow them apart sometimes the lord gives us resources we destroy them you see so there can't be recovery without restoration and restoration is the doing of god but recovery is the doing of man it's the role of man to recover but it is the role of god to restore that's why i love the scripture that lp um, agnes read in, in, in Jeremiah chapter 30 verse 17, the Lord said, I will restore. You can't restore. You see, the reason why the Lord will restore is because many times the things that need restoration are things that are irrecoverable after they have been used. For example, you can't recover time. You can't recover the morning. It is gone forever. So, it, it, it is like returning to factory setting. Do you get it? Is somebody understanding the message already? I've started though. Amen. So it is like getting to factory setting. You know, restoring to factory setting. You can't restore to factory setting. For example, if a life is lost, it is lost. If somebody dies, what the only way we can have the person back is when there is a restoration. So that is why the Lord is responsible for restoration. Because anything that must be restored are things that are not renewable. Time, energy, Sometimes health, sometimes age. When people get to a certain age, there are certain things they will tell themselves that as for this, I can never do it again. 
But that is when, when God comes in. Then Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28, 29, 30 says that, Have you not known and have you not heard that the everlasting Father, look at that, that the everlasting Father, the, the Lord, the creator of the ends of, he faints not, neither is he weary. There is no searching of his understanding. Verse 29 to 31, look at, he said that, He giveth power. There is some feedback in my monitors, please. He giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might. He increases strength. You see? He giveth power to the faint. And then in verse 30, look at verse 30. He said that even the youth may faint and, the, and be weary, the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord, verse 31, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. And I'm talking to somebody who the Lord is going to renew your strength for you. Hallelujah. The Lord wants us to recover everything. Now, if the Lord gives you a blessing, the Lord didn't try to entice you or to deceive you. So why must you not have it? You see? But like I was explaining on Sunday, sometimes we move out of the way. So when you move out of the way, you miss it. They ask for the blessing, they are packaged. It's like where Sean is sitting. And the Lord said, there is a blessing at where Sean is sitting. And then I am on this route. There is no way I will see it. Amen. So I have to be here. So as for the provisions that God prepared for the year 2023 for his children, it's all available. The only thing is that sometimes we are out of the way. That is why he said, my angel will go before you and keep you in the way. You know, Exodus chapter 23 verse 20. He said, he will keep you in the way. And bring you to the place. Because your provision is in that way. So sometimes when we miss it. Then the Lord will now have to bring restoration. Praise the blessed and mighty name of Jesus. You see Joel chapter 2. And then verse 25. In Joel chapter 2 verse 25. We are told that. He said the Lord spoke here again. He said I will restore. So restoration is a duty of God. It is the Lord that restores, but man recovers. You can't recover without restoration. I need you to get that point very clear. It is so very important. Hallelujah. Now, look at this scripture in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 30. And then let's read from verse number 8 to 10 and then 17 to 20. You see, 1 Samuel chapter um, 30 from 8 to 10. David inquired of the Lord. Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And the Lord answered, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them. And without fail, you shall recover all. Now, in verse number 9, Bible says, So David went. So you see, David took an action to recover. When the Lord had restored, when the Lord had given him assurance of restoration, he had to take an action. So Bible said that David went, he and the people look at verse number 10 david pursued verse number 9 said that david went verse 10 said that david pursued all against all obstacles he still pursued all against all opposition he still took an action and do you know the consequences now look at verse number 17 all the way to verse number 20 and so verse 17 says that so now he smote them from the twilight none of them escaped Give me the next verse, verse 18. I'm paraphrasing them. And David recovered all. You see here, the Bible didn't say that. And the Lord recovered all for David. So recovery 
is our duty. Say recovery is my duty. If the Lord gives you another opportunity and you don't recover, it is you that made the opportunity go. Is somebody understanding me? Yeah. So restoration, usually the, the brand new opportunity is given by God. But taking an action in the opportunity, Pastor Solomon, is our duty. Do you understand it? Now, because recovery is our role, recovery is not automatic. Somebody understand it? As for the Lord, he will give you the opportunity. By using it, it's not, I mean, it bearing fruit is not automatic if you don't use it. So, I need you to write that statement. Recovery is not automatic. It follows protocols. Recovery, therefore, is not automatic. It follows protocols. And one of the protocols is what I'm talking about tonight. One protocol for recovery is the protocol of thanksgiving. Now you see where we have landed. Have we landed well? Yeah. One major protocol for recovery. Remember, recovery is our duty. So, one, and it is not automatic, so it got protocols. One protocol for recovery is the protocol of thanksgiving. Anytime you understand this protocol of thanksgiving, recovery is imminent. Recovery is inevitable. If you want to recover, and I'm going to give you a couple of scriptures, I'm going to give you a few points, and then we'll be done for tonight, and then we'll pray. But if you really want to recover, the Lord said that the rest of the days of the month, we are, in, we are on the sixth day of the month. We got a couple more days. You can recover, I think 25 days or so. You can recover. You don't need much time. What you need is the keys. The application of the keys. You don't need much time. If God used six days to create the universe, the entire galaxies, including mass and everything, the stratosphere, the hemisphere, everything, the Lord used six days, including human beings. Think of it. How big is your recovery plan? Hallelujah. So we need to understand the protocol. And one protocol I'm talking about tonight is the protocol of thanksgiving let me start by giving you a definition of thanksgiving and then i'll tell you why this is a major key in fact thanksgiving if you want to write it thanksgiving is a universal key into recovery and i'll explain by giving you four points why thanksgiving is a universal key for recovery all around recovery but let me give you the definition or the interpretation or the explanation of thanksgiving because sometimes we know the word but the real details we don't know it so what is thanksgiving it is an art art it is the art of declaring listen very well it is the art of declaring the goodness of the lord and showing forth his wondrous works i'll say it again what is thanksgiving Anytime we come to the place of declaring the goodness of the Lord and showing forth his wondrous works, we are thanking him. So, in declaring the goodness of the Lord, we declare what the Lord has done. Please listen very well. What the Lord, you want me to say it again? I'll say it again. Now, what is thanksgiving? It is the art, it is the art, A-R-T, of declaring the goodness of the Lord and showing forth his wondrous works. The Lord has been too good to us. 
And the Lord had done amazing works in our lives. So anytime we come to the place of declaring the goodness of the Lord in our lives and then showing forth his wondrous works, what we are doing is that we are engaging in thanksgiving. And in declaring the goodness of the Lord, we talk about what the Lord has done. There are five things we talk about what the Lord has done. We also talk about what the Lord is doing. So the declaration of his goodness is declaring what the Lord has done. Lord, thank you for the food you gave us. Thank you for the protection that you gave us. Thank you for giving me that job. Thank you for the miracles you have given us. We are declaring the things that he has done. The goodness in relation to the things that he has done. Now, we also declare his goodness in relation to the things that he is doing. Lord, thank you that you are continually keeping watch over us. Thank you that when we sleep, you always wake us up. Thank you that you are still building my faith up. Thank you that you are still building the ministry. Thank you for the people that you are always bringing. So, number one, the things that he has done, declaring his goodness in the things that he has done, declaring his goodness in the things that he is doing, declaring his goodness in the things that he is yet to do. Are you getting it? Declaring his goodness. So when you come to the place of saying that, Lord, I know that you are working and I know that this thing that I have presented before you, I know that it's going to happen. What are you doing? You are thanking him by declaring the good, his goodness in relation to the things that he's about to do. And then, of course, the fourth one, we declare his goodness in what he will not do. In what he will not do. There are many things that we ask God. There are many prayers that we pray to God. If God answered all of them, you may not be alive today. Yeah. And some of them, if the Lord had answered them, probably you may not be in the Lord by now. Maybe you would have been backslidden somewhere, something, something, something. Hallelujah. There are many people that, like for example, you remember the story of Hezekiah in Isaiah chapter 38. Hezekiah asked the Lord. <laughs> the Lord sent a prophet, Isaiah, to Hezekiah, told him that, you are not going to recover. You are, go you are coming home. I'm calling you home. So put your house in order. Hezekiah said, Lord, of course, he had a bargaining power. That is another side of the story. So he prayed. He said, Lord, I don't want to come home. The Lord said, okay, I'll give you 15 more years. Do you know that after 15 years, Hezekiah had backslidden? He had totally backslidden. He was now worshipping something else. A very dangerous, rebellious person. Somebody who came to restore the priesthood was now fighting against the very things that made God give him 15 more years. So sometimes, the thing that we pray to God and he did not answer or he did not release was in our advantage it was to our good and so in thanksgiving we also declare the goodness of the lord in relation to the things that he did not do and then the fifth thing is portraying or showing forth his wondrous work what wondrous work his wonders in what he prevented from happening anytime the lord prevented a certain arrow from locating your head Aha! Uh -huh. it was a wonder so when we come we lift up our hands and you see the things that the Lord prevented from happening are more than the things the first four yeah the arrows when you sat in the car and then there was a silent arrow along the road when you were doing 90 miles per hour and the enemy put some invisible nails on the road so that your tire will burst and then all of a sudden you somersault. 
And then somewhere, somehow, just before you got there, the red light showed up. And I know you were angry. And you were like, oh no, no, the guy in front of me should have gone. But the Lord said, I just rescued you from a time. And you see, in the realms of the spirit, everything that happens, happens by time. Yeah. Listen, listen, don't, for, don't, don't forget this. In the realms of the spirit, anything that happens, happens by time. Yeah. So sometimes, that is why when people miss their divine timing, sometimes it will take a whole generation before the Lord will raise up another deliverer. You see, look at when Moses missed the timing of God. Moses knew that he was supposed to be a deliverer. But the time that he killed the Egyptian was not a time for killing. So he had to run away. And because of miscalculation of time, it contributed to 30 extra years of the whole Israel staying in captivity. The things of God are timeless. The things of the spirit are timeless. So sometimes, that is why Bible said that in everything, give thanks. Because sometimes, the thing that you want to complain about, the Lord just interrupted so that it will hit and detonate a certain timer. You know, the things of the spirit are like a bomb. That has been set. It is timed. So when the time is due, it explodes. So whether it hits its target or not, once the time is due, even if it is in the air, it blows up. Praise the name of Jesus. That is how the, the things of the spirit are. So sometimes that wondrous works of God are the things which he prevented from happening to us. You see? The food that we ate. And then there was something that should have generated a sudden sickness. But somewhere, somehow, it was supposed to enter into your stomach at a certain time. And then we said we are fasting. Praise the name of Jesus. <laughs> The plan of the enemy was that on Wednesday, I will get Miss Tayo. And then on that Wednesday, we were fasting. And Miss Tayo woke up in the morning and the stomach. And you see, sometimes it is when you decide to do something that the enemy comes after you. Sometimes if you, have not, if you are not fasting, the whole day, Johnny, the whole day, you might not even feel like eating. You'll be fine. Until at a certain point in time, you ask yourself, ah, but it looks like I've not eaten. But the day we say we are fasting, 5 a.m., Whilst you are still sleeping, then you'll be dreaming about eating. Hallelujah. And then you wake up and then it is like your whole body is peeling off. And then you feel like, I got to eat. I got to eat. <laughs> Do I have testi testifiers? Hallelujah. So you see, the things that God prevented from happening, they are the reasons or they are the wonders that we show forth, which is the faith reason or the faith component of thanksgiving. Now, why is thanksgiving a major protocol key into recovery? Now, write these four. I'm just talking about these four things. Number one, because thanksgiving, because thanksgiving puts God into the restoration process and empowers us into the recovery process. Please write it. Tonight is a teaching service and I want you to get the, the, because it's very very important many people don't understand and know many keys in the kingdom you see now so write it thanksgiving why is thanksgiving a major universal protocol key in recovery in turnaround is because anytime we engage in thanksgiving it has two things it puts God into the restoration process and then it also empowers us into the recovery process so that is the first point 
The reason why thanksgiving is a universal key into the recovery process is because it puts God into the restoration process and then it empowers us into the recovery process. When you read the book of 2 Chronicles chapter 20, start from verse number 1, there was a, this is Jehoshaphat, and then just a small country. And then Bible says that the children of Moab, the children of the Ammonite, the children of Seir, and then other groups, five nations came together against Jehoshaphat. You see, sometimes situations and circumstances will come against you and you don't know what to do about it. And Bible says in verse number three, that Jehoshaphat was afraid. And then he went to pray. Now as he was praying, in verse number 15 to 17, Bible said that the spirit of the Lord came upon a, a young man. And then when the spirit of the Lord came upon him, he said, and he said, how can all ye Judah and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat, thus saith the Lord unto you. Please look at it very well. Be not afraid, nor dismayed. The people were more than them. The people had more ammunition than them. They were more experienced than them. Sometimes you come to a place and it looks like everything that is saying the thing is impossible are legit. You see, that was the situation they found themselves in. Everything around them was saying that there is no way. But then the Lord, the word of the Lord came. He went to pray. And Bible said that the word of the Lord came. And the Lord said, Thus saith the Lord unto you. And I am talking to somebody tonight. And the Lord said, I should tell you. It doesn't matter how many days are remaining. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. To be dismayed means don't come to a place of giving up. Don't come to a place of saying that, you know, the same story, the same story. You know, because sometimes we come to a place and we go like, oh, if from January all the way to um, November, nothing happened. Is it this? Listen, do not be dismayed. That means don't let anything weaken your faith. Why? He said, not by reason of the great multitude. For the battle is not yours, but it is God's. I'm talking to somebody, the battle is not yours. It is the Lord's. The situation is not yours. It is the loss. Don't look at the report that you have received. Don't look at the situation as it is. For the battle is not yours. But it is the Lord's. And then look at verse number 16 and 17. And 16 and 17 said, Tomorrow go down against them. Behold, they will be at this place. And then in verse 17, he said, Only, look at what he told him. He said, Only stand ye still. That means, you will do the recovery. Stand ye still and see the salvation of the Lord your God. Fear not, not be dismayed. Would you help me tell somebody, don't be afraid. Tell somebody, it doesn't matter what you are hearing. It doesn't matter what you are seeing. Do not be afraid. Now, look at how Thanksgiving brought a turn around. Look at verse 20. Now, verse 20 to 23. Bible said that, they rose up early in the morning. They said, hear ye the word of the Lord. Believe in the Lord, you shall be established. Believe in his prophet, you shall prosper. The Lord will prosper you. Yeah. Academically, the Lord will prosper you. The Lord will prosper your children. The Lord will prosper the work of your hands. Can you open your palm? Open your palm. Just open your palm. The Lord put grace for prosperity in your palm. Excellence in your palm. Receive it in Jesus' name. So he said, the same place that he said, believe in the Lord, God, you shall be established. He also said, believe in his prophets and you shall prosper. 
Is it not powerful? And then, now look at verse number 21 to 23. Very beautiful. So in 21, now when he had consulted with the people, look at the power of thanksgiving. Look at the power of thanksgiving. He appointed singers unto the Lord. That should praise the beauty of holiness. And as they went before the army and they sang, it's supposed to be the other way around. The army is supposed to be before anybody. Because it's the army that is holding the ammunition. They are those that are holding the guns. They are those that are holding the ammunition. But Bible said that, you see, when God is bringing the, that's what I'm saying, that it is a major protocol key, a universal key, thanksgiving. It will go beyond your certificate. Yeah. Let's say that the, the army is your certificate. Let's say that the army is your address. It's the things that people think that these things must give me a privilege or a leeway. You see, all those things are good. But look at how thanksgiving being a universal protocol key into recovery. Look at what it did. Bible said that when he had appointed singers unto the Lord, that they should praise the beauty of holiness. So it means that anytime you want to take a strategy, precede it with thanksgiving. Yeah, precede your, your you, 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 you want to take a, 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 a drastic move, precede it with thanksgiving. Go before the Lord and thank him for it. He said that, and that they should sing. And as they went out before the army, and to say, praise the Lord for his mercy endure forever. You see, what happened? Verse 22 to 23 says that, and then when they began to sing and to praise the Lord now set ambushment against the children of Ammon. You see? Your certificate may be there, but your certificate will not help. Your beauty may be there, but sometimes it may even look like caricature. But when you, when you precede everything we praise, when you see people that are praiseful, they are always beautiful. I tell you, but when you see people that are not praised, people that are complaining, always their faces are looking so even naturally. People that are always praised for, they are always oh, hello, hallelujah. Oh, thank God, thank Jesus. Their faces are always younging. If you like market, if you like go check, check. I'm not saying the church, that's for the church, we are all young. Hallelujah. <laughs> but when you go outside to your work tomorrow, find out the people that are always complaining and, and look at them. You see that they are older than their age. I'm telling you. You see, because when, when, when you begin to thank God, eh, when, the, when you begin to celebrate the Lord, there is something, Bible said that they will renew their strength. So thanksgiving will always bring renewal of strength. It will bring you to a place, you know, and Bible said that when they began to sing, when they place thanksgiving, when they place praises before the things that physically they have, Bible said that the Lord took over. Look at that. The Lord set ambushment against them. So that, what happened? Give me the next verse. The next verse says that, so that, no, no, give me the verse 22 first. Okay, verse 22 says that the Lord set ambushment against them, against the children of Ammon and then Moab and the Mount Sinai and all those that, and so what happened? Look at verse 23. Verse 23 says that now they began to fight against themselves. The children of Ammon. There is a place you can come to. You don't need to pray against your enemies. The Lord will let them fight against themselves. They come into your presence and they start talking. Is it not you that said that we should do this? Is it that you have not said anything, but they are there, they are confessing. It is a place of thanksgiving. 
tell somebody it is a place of thanksgiving. Bible said that, and they utterly slayed and they destroyed them. And when they had made an end of each other, they helped to destroy one another. That would be somebody's story against their enemies. That is why this month take thanksgiving very seriously. Because once you engage in it, you stir up jealousy amongst the enemy. Thanksgiving stirs up jealousy amongst the enemy. The Lord will set them against themselves. You don't need to fight the battle. How many, how would you know even those that don't like you? How would you even know? Sometimes there are the people that, I, I, I told you of the story where we prayed for a certain guy in one night of uh, uh, vengeance and then not knowing that his own uncle who was sponsoring them was the one responsible for working against them. How would you know? How would you know? Except the Lord intervenes. And that is why thanksgiving is a major key. Say, Lord, as I thank you, set ambushment against the enemy. When I'm praying, even if you tell me that this person is working against me or that person, I won't pray against them. I will apply the general keys. Because maybe it is not even the person. (laughs) So I apply the general key. If the arrow comes and then your head is the one that is, uh, it blows it off. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, look at verse number 24 and 20, 26. Very beautiful. And when, so look at that. When they gave thanks, when they praised God, the two things happened. The Lord set into the restoration process. Now, they have gotten to the recovery process. Now, this was Jehoshaphat that had been besieged. You see, coach, he didn't have anything now. Even water to drink, they didn't have it. They were so broke. They were so tight. Everything was tight. When they engaged in the universal key of thanksgiving and praise. And the Lord set into restoration. Now look at the recovery that they did. Bible says, And when Judah came towards the water tower in the wilderness, they looked on the multitude and behold, they were all dead bodies. The things that are traumatizing you, it will die before you. I said, oh, I don't know if I'm preaching in Holy Hill Chapel. I said it will die before you. That sickness will die before you. That doctor's report will die before you. Ah! Today, um, 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 Sister Florence and Brother Jeff were supposed to come share. Maybe they'll share it on Sunday. Last week, Saturday, they called and then they, uh, there was an issue with their son, Victor. And then we prayed. And then we prayed. They, the, the neurologist said that they should go to ER immediately. So we prayed. And then when we prayed, we began thanking the Lord. And I said, the Lord has already finished it. But in case you still want to honor what they are saying, you can go there. But not because they will use your going for everything, anything, but the Lord has already done it. So now they said, then we won't go. We will wait until we come to church and share our testimony. And so Sunday morning, they were preparing. And all of a sudden, the boy became pale, as white as snow, throwing up everything it's like now they became afraid but the word had already gone ahead i said the word had already gone ahead and so they said what do we do shall we go to the er or what okay as humans they decided that they'll go to the ER. guess what they got there and they knew that once they get there because the neurologist is that how we pronounce it neurologist it's not easy praise the name of jesus uh-huh you know what i'm talking about if I pronounce it fast, it, it covers everything. Neurologist. 
Amen. Hallelujah. Now, he had already told them that, he had already, listen, he had already told them that they should make arrangements and everything. Once the child comes, they should have, a, they should engage in a surgical procedure. They got there and then Ernest said, let's run a test again before. I mean, naturally, the condition that they took the child in when they got there, they shouldn't do any test. Let's just go inside and then proceed because we've already done all the tests and we know what we are supposed to do. This nurse, I believe, is an angel that had come to confirm their faith in the word and in the Lord. Now, they ran a test and then guess what? The, the nurse now came and said, I have good news. And they said, good news? With this condition, what is the good news? He said, the test that we ran from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, there is nothing. That, there is nothing. They will be here on Sunday to testify. They said there is nothing. And they said even the growth, for which reason his, his, um, his situation was getting worse, when we checked, the, 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 the growth has subsided. You must believe God. I said you must believe God. There will be recovery in your life. There will be recovery in your life. In every area of your life. So look at that. When they came, the thing that was disturbing them, the thing that was troubling them, the thing that made them so much afraid, the thing that made them pray, the thing that couldn't let them sleep, there are things that sometimes it doesn't make you sleep. When you go on your bed, you begin to think about it. Lord, how long? Lord, how long? The Lord said, I should tell you. It will die before you. Do you believe it? Let me hear your believing. Amen. Maybe sometimes it is something that is like a record upon you. So it cannot open a certain door for you. The Lord will remove it. Now look at that. Bible says that they looked unto the multitude. The many things that were destroying them. And behold, they were dead bodies falling to the earth. And none escaped. That trouble will not escape you. Hallelujah. So what did they do? Look at verse 24. Verse 24 said that they took three days. Three, sorry, 25. They took three days, three days to recover everything. And when Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away the spoil of them, they found amongst them. Somebody say abundance. Ay, 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 ay. Abundance of both riches with their dead bodies. So the things, listen, listen, thank you, Holy Spirit. The things that are putting fear in you is actually carrying your blessing. Yeah. That is why it is putting fear in you. The thing that is putting fear in you, don't forget it. It is carrying your blessing. Bible says that the abundance of riches were with the dead bodies. The precious jewels were with them. And now, when the Lord set ambushment against them, as a result of thanksgiving, Bible said that they now began to take them. They stripped them. They stripped them. It means that without struggle. To strip something means that you take it freely without struggle. You just strip it. Take it. Take it. You take it. Take your healing. Take your marriage. Take your blessing. Take your relationship. Take your revival. Take your restoration. There is somebody it's like your connection to the Lord is so far away. Receive fresh connection in Jesus name. By reason of the mercy of the Lord. They strip for themselves. More than they can carry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look at thanksgiving for recovery. More than they can carry. More than they can carry. Sean, the key was thanksgiving. Wake up in the morning. Lord, thank you. 
I keep on telling you, whatever you must complain about, it is somebody's major prayer topic for a breakthrough. Don't complain. That is what I'm trying to tell you. Thanksgiving is a major universal key. There are some people, anytime they are going to their workplace, they keep complaining. Ah, ah, but they won't stop too. So it keeps killing you. But you wake up in the morning, Lord, thank you that at least you have given me something to do. No, somebody doesn't have it. And you begin to thank the Lord. You see, don't complain about that child. You are so stubborn, oh, you will kill me, oh, very soon you will die. But you go like, listen, doesn't matter what you are doing today. You are a good man. You are a good woman. And I love you. Because as you thank God, what you are thanking him for come to pass. Don't forget it. Praise the name of Jesus. And Bible said that they were three days in the gathering of the spoil. Number two, what does thanksgiving do? in turn around or in recovery. Number two, reason why Thanksgiving is a universal key is because it pleases the Lord. And this one, you know, I love it. It pleases the Lord. Thanksgiving pleases the Lord. When you read First Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 1, he says that we are supposed to live the thing that we have received, which we know pleases the Lord, so that we will... Ab- Yay! So that we will abound more and more. Please look at the scripture with me. Love it. Furthermore, we beseech you, brethren, and we exhort you by the Lord Jesus that as you have received of us, how you ought to walk and to please God. Look at that. And to please God, so you will abound more and more. So anytime you come to the place of pleasing God, your abounding opens up. Now, to abound more and more means that you now recover all. You become a blessing unto others. And we are told that there are ways that we can live so that we will please God. We will please God. And one of the ways is thanksgiving. So, it demands that now, 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 now before I go to Psalm 69, let's read First John chapter 3 verse 22. Very beautiful scripture. You see, when you understand the key of pleasing the Father, look at that. Whatsoever we ask. Hey, Orlando, whatsoever. What is whatsoever? You see? Shade, whatsoever we ask, we receive it of him. Why? Can we all read it? Why? Because we keep his commandment and we do those things that. You see? So when we come to knowing the things that pleases him, we live in. A space of all prayer answered. That's what he's saying. Would you not love it when you cry and then God answers? When you pray, the moment you pray, God answers. And there is a key here. He says that it is only coming to the place of doing those things that pleases him. And one of those things that pleases him, Psalm 69, verse 30 and 31. You see, Psalm 69, verse 30 and 31. Look at that. He says that I will praise the name of God with a song and I will magnify him with thanksgiving why verse 31 this also shall please the Lord so thanksgiving is something that pleases the Lord when you wake up and you are thanking God you sit in your car and you are thanking God you are doing anything and you are thanking God Bible said that you come to a place of presenting yourself as a pleaser of God and Bible says that when you please the Lord, the scriptures that we read before, 
He said that you abound and abound. Somebody is abounding in more good things. Your health is abounding. Your relationship is abounding. Praise the name of Jesus. So it is important we understand that thanksgiving is one of the keys because it pleases the father. And when it pleases him, we abound. In other words, we recover all. May you recover everything that is still outstanding in 2023. Before the year comes to a close. In fact, before 31st, before December the 31st, may you have a cause to celebrate. Listen, from now, look at something. Look at, look at what the Lord is showing me. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Do you know that sometimes when you have, let's say, some beverage, maybe you have some juice or something, and then it is frozen, okay? And then it starts to thaw. You realize that the saturation of the, or the concentration of the juice settles, and then the top will be ice. Do you, do you, are, you, are you picturing it? Let's say you have, let's say, orange juice, and then you freeze it, so now it is solid. And then you want to thaw it, and you put it down. Now, it begins to melt, and then you see that the top will be ice, white ice. But then, the concentration that was supposed to be there is now at the bottom of it. And it becomes sweeter at the bottom of it. Are you getting to where, are you, do you know where I'm getting to now? So, listen, December, huh? there is a leech. January, what you should have gotten that you didn't get. February, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. am I prophesying to somebody? March, what you should have gotten. April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November. All the blessings that you didn't get, they have leached into December. Listen, this month will be your greatest month in Jesus' name. It will be your most celebrated month in Jesus' name. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. No wonder Bible says that the end of a thing is better than the beginning. It is even scientific. The end of a thing. Because everything that you should have, you should have gotten in January, maybe you got some, but some was an embargo was on it february march now in the month of thanksgiving thanksgiving becomes the heat that begins to melt it so now it leaches and the month of december no wonder he says that the former and the latter rain shall be within one month the former and the latter rain bible said that the end of a thing is better than the beginning he said the latter glory shall be greater than the former why because there will be concentration of all that you didn't receive. Let there be recovery for everyone in Jesus' name. Somebody receive your recovery in every area in the name of Jesus. You will, uh, listen, you will sing a beautiful song this month. Watch it. By December 31st, you will say that the Lord, I am the one that the Lord has favored. Somebody will receive something that you have never dreamt about. The Lord will package a blessing through somebody for you. There is a letter that you get. There is a mail that you receive. There is a visitation that you receive. The Lord will visit your home. The Lord will mend relationships. Hallelujah. The Lord will open up new doors. Receive it in Jesus name. Listen. In this month of December, the Lord will change somebody's identity somebody's identity will be changed receive it in jesus name i'm talking about that identity of sadness it will be turned into joy yeah that identity of lack it will be turned into overflow yeah that identity of nothing good 
it will be come and see. Your story will be come and see. December will be a come and see month for somebody. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. Number three. Number three. Why is thanksgiving a universal key in turnaround or in recovery? Because it is the secret. Please write it so. It is the secret into the law. The law. L-A-W. The law of divine attraction. Yeah. There is a law called the law of divine attraction. In the law of divine attraction, it makes God your companion 24 on 7. And by every child of God has God. The Holy Spirit is with. Now when we say that God is your companion, it means he manifests. Do you know that there are people with God but God doesn't manifest? Yeah. There are those who have God, every child of God. Jesus said, that the Holy Spirit will be with you and he'll be in you. But does he always manifest? No. Why? Because sometimes some people quench him. Sometimes some people grieve him. And so he'll be there, but he'll be inactive. But the law of divine attraction is the law that makes God show up 24 on 7. That is the law that when anybody touches you, he touches the apple of God's eye. That is the law where his angels are taking charge of you so that you will not dash your foot against a stone. That is the law of divine attraction. He said, no evil shall befall you. Neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he has given his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. Tell somebody the law of divine attraction. The law of divine attraction makes God your companion, your manifested companion, use that word, your manifested companion 24 on 7. It means that he, it means that at any point in time, any point in time, you'll be sleeping, the Lord will be working for you. You see? Yeah. It's like your money in investment or your money in the bank. Well, it doesn't matter whether you are asleep or you are awake, it is still working. The law of divine attraction. It means that at every point in time, because do you know that there are many free, that there are many blind spots. Human beings have many blind spots. We have many blind, there are many things that we cannot know by our own, except the Lord. You see, that is why Psalm 127 verse 1, he said, except the Lord builds. As for the builders, they will build, but it will be in vain. Why? Because there are many blind spots. He said, except the Lord watches over the city, the watchman watches, but in vain. And then look at verse number two. He said that it is vain for you to rise up early, to sit up late, to eat the bread of sorrow. What he's saying is that when you work so hard and it is not under the, the, the law of divine attraction, what happens is that you work like an elephant and eat like an ant. Somebody understanding me? But the law of divine attraction, Bible says that you will sow. And I will bless the work of your hands. Somebody receive it in Jesus name. But this law of divine attraction. Is a product of thanksgiving. It's a product of thanksgiving. It means that God is always by you. Psalm 22 verse 3. He said thou art holy. Thou that dwellest. You dwell. Thou that you dwell, but thou art holy. Thou that inhabitest. You are always present in praises. Thanksgiving always has God present. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. The one thing that God can do for himself is to praise himself and to thank himself. 
Can you imagine you? I come to see you and you are like, oh, Agnes, thank you. Thank you. Or you come to see me here in church. You came, I'm standing on the pulpit. Oh, Nikki, thank you. Ah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You begin to pray for me silently. I don't know what has happened to this man, but I think something is not right. The one thing God cannot do for himself is to thank himself. So when we begin to praise him, Lord, you are good. Thank you for your mercies. Thank you that they are new every morning. Thank you that because of that, I recognize that I should have been consumed. But because of that, I was not consumed. The Lord said, you know what? Give him more. Give him more. Give him more. Give him more. Because the Lord inhabits the law. The Lord inhabits his praises. The praises of his people. So it is a law or a protocol key that attracts divine presence. The manifested presence of the Lord. Look at Psalm 46, verse 5 to 7. When the Lord is there, look at what happens. When the law of divine attraction is there, look at, he said, God is in the midst of her. <laughs> she shall not be moved. It means that no matter the obstacle, you are numb. You are numb. You are numb. You are numb. You see, when a woman is carrying a baby, the sun may be shining. The baby won't feel the sunshine. Did you get that? Yeah. It may be raining. If the woman walks in the rain, it's the woman that will be drenched. So, the law of divine attraction makes us, be, we, we are impregnated in the Lord. You see, that is how the law of divine attraction works. It makes you encapsulated. It's like the Lord has covered you. So, you are walking, but you are not walking. You are in the world, but you are not of the world. The baby is alive, but the baby is not seen. So you are walking, but the enemy can't locate you. You are moving, but the enemy can't predict you. Then John chapter 3 verse 7 says that. John chapter 3 verse 6 and 7. He said, they that are born, look at that. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Verse 7 said, marvel not that I say unto you that you must be born again. Why? Verse 8. For the wind blow. Now listen very well. The wind blow where it wants to blow. You only hear the sound. But you can't see it. He says, so is everyone that is born of the spirit. So when the law of divine attraction is operating, it means that they will not see you, but they will feel your effect. Uh -huh. They can't even predict you. You will not be predicted again in Jesus. Blessed and mighty name. And Jesus put it in a very special way. In the book of John chapter 8, verse 28 and 29. John 8, 28 and 29. He said, then said Jesus unto them, when you have lifted up the son of man, then you shall know that I am he, that I do nothing of myself. But as my father has taught me, I speak those things. And then in verse 29, he said, he that sent me, the father, has never left me alone. Hey, that was why Jesus, all the arrows, Shantaya, it didn't work against him. There was nothing that worked against Jesus. Look at what he said. He said, I lay my life down and I take it. He said, no man can take it from me. So even when he was crucified, it was because he allowed it. And Jesus is telling us that we can come to a place where God will always be with us. And he says that, why? For I do always those things that pleases him. And remember, Thanksgiving does what? 
it pleases him. So when you live in thanksgiving, you attract divine presence. Thanksgiving will always attract divine presence. And I pray in Jesus, blessed and mighty name. May the Lord bring us to a place where it doesn't matter what happens. We will stay in thanksgiving. And thanksgiving will bring us up again. This was the key that Joseph lived with. Genesis 39, verse 1 to 4. Bible said that they brought him down. They brought him down. Look at that. They brought him down. Brought the guy down. The last statement said that, and they brought him down theater. It means that he kept going down. Down, down. Down financially, maybe in our days now. Down in every area. But there was something that changed it. Look at verse number 2 to 4. Bible said that, but the Lord was with him. You see, divine presence. The law of divine attraction. It makes God your companion. You see, when the Lord is your companion, please listen to me. When the Lord is your companion, it doesn't mean that you may not go through the valley of the shadow of death. The difference between you going through with the law of divine attraction and somebody going through without that law is that one will come out well and harnessed. The other will perish in there. That is why in Genesis chapter 50 verse 20, 50 verse 20, look at what Joseph told them. He said, you meant it for evil. All the things that I went through, the one that looked like I was going down, the one that looked like I had come to a place of shame, the one that looked like I had come to a place of trouble, they, you meant it for evil. But because I had the Lord with me, they were all working together for my good. He said, but as you, for us, for you, you thought evil against me. But God meant it unto good. What you are going through will bring you to a place of celebration. For we know, Romans 8.28. For we know, Romans 8.28, that all things, all things, all things, all things. Somebody say all. all. Come on, say it all. all. Believe it, say all. all. All things work together for good unto them that love the Lord. You see, the law of divine, the law of divine attraction will make everything work together for your good because the Lord is with you. If, for example, um, a woman who is pregnant goes to the antenatal and then they tell the person, lie down. They tell the person, do this. The baby may feel uncomfortable, but it is for the good of the baby. But we want to know that your heart is beating. Hallelujah. We want to know that everything is working well for you. Everything is working together for your good. All you need to do is to stay in thanksgiving. Say, dear Lord, thank you for every good thing in Jesus' name. And then finally, why is thanksgiving a major protocol key in turnaround? That brings recovery because it provokes multiplication. Yay, and I love this. Eunice, there are, you see, in the kingdom, eh, you can live, please listen. It provokes multiplication in case you are writing. Listen, in the kingdom, you can live in addition and you can live in multiplication. It's your choice. Yeah. And both of them, the Lord gives it. When you read Acts chapter 2 and then verse number 47, Bible says that, Praising God and the Lord added. Look at that. Having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church. Now what were they doing? In verse 46, the Bible said that they were eating and they were drinking. You see? They continued daily 
with one accord in the temple, breaking bread hey, from house to house, eating their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. And Bible said that the Lord added. You see, if you are, listen, if you are in time, you need addition. But if you are behind time, you don't need addition. You need multiplication. Do you understand what I'm saying? In Jeremiah chapter 30, Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse 19, the Lord said, I will multiply them. Look at that. He said, and out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of them that make me, and I will multiply. So the first one, the Lord said, and the Lord added. Here we are saying that, and I will multiply. So the Lord adds, the Lord multiplies. But whichever one you want is your choice. You can decide to live in addition. You can decide to live in multiplication. The difference between the two is that one they were living with gladness, singleness of heart, eating, breaking bread from house to house. But the other one, thanking God. Look at that. And out of them shall proceed what? Thanksgiving. I'm preaching with you. It shall, they shall proceed thanksgiving. And the voice of them that make merry. And I will multiply them. And I will multiply them. So thanksgiving brings us to recovery by putting us in a place of multiplication. You see? And I said that in the realm of multiplication, you catch up in time. Please, you can write it. In the realm of multiplication, in addition, you may never catch up in time. Two plus two. Four, right? Four plus two. Let's say that we are using two as a a common factor. Two plus two. Four. Four plus two. Six. Six plus two. Eight plus two. Charlie, by five years, you are at number ten. But when you are in the realm of multiplication, two times two, four times two, eight times two, 16 times two, 32 times two, 64 against 10. So in 10 years, I mean in five years, somebody is at 10. In the same five years, the person living in multiplication is at what? 64. It's your choice. Say, I want multiplication. You see, it is in multiplication where you become a blessing unto others. If you are living in addition, hey, brothers and sisters, it will be difficult to be a blessing unto the world. But the Lord wants us to become a major blessing, a conduit through which he will manifest his blessings to others. So what must we do? We must come to the place of multiplication. In the realm of multiplication, we live in the overflow. Psalm 67 verse 5 to 7. Psalm 67, verse 5 to 7. In the realm of multiplication, we live in the overflow. So, Bible said, let the people praise thee, O Lord. Let all the people praise thee. And what will happen? So, when Thanksgiving goes up, he said, and then, look at the next verse. Verse number 6 says that, then the earth shall yield her increase. And God, even our God shall bless us. And verse 7 says that God shall bless us until the ends of the world is afraid of him. Do you know, look look at what Bible is talking about. Do you believe the scriptures? Jesus came to a place in Mark chapter 8. When you read from verse number 5 to 9, they had five loaves of bread and two fishes. And Bible said that, he asked them, how many loaves do you have? And they said seven. And then look at verse number 6. In verse number 6, he said that, and he commanded the people to sit down. And he gave thanks. Please, are you seeing it? You see how you can enter into multiplication in your life. 
In fact, unfortunately, there are some people who are even living in subtraction. It will never be our story in Jesus' name. Look at that. And he gave thanks, broke the seven bread, the seven pieces, set it before them, and to set it before the people. Verse 7, 8, and 9. And they had some few small fishes. He blessed it as well, commanded to set before them. Verse 8 says that, and they did eat and were filled, and they took up. You see, overflow. Look at overflow. You see, what Thanksgiving does is that it brings us to a place of multiplication. Seven, and there are a few fishes. And Bible said that they did it and they took up. How many ba- broken baskets? Seven baskets. Not seven pieces, seven baskets. And how many were they? Verse 9. Look at verse 9. And they that had eaten were about 4,000. When what is in your hand is not enough, mix it with thanksgiving. Yeah. It's a little food. The whole house. Maybe you are three. You have to share a little food. Thank God. And then set it. You eat and eat and then you realize that as you were eating, the Lord was filling the stomach. He was filling it before you put in this one. So you ate a little and you feel like you are satisfied. And then you go like, ah, today that we don't have even enough, we are all satisfied. But sometimes the day that you have enough, you eat and eat and you are still not satisfied. Do you know why? Because you are depending on what you think you have. But the day that you don't have, when you thank the Lord, the Lord steps in and he multiplies it in the container. So as you eat one, the Lord multiplies it. As you put in one, the Lord multiplies it. I'm praying for somebody today in Jesus' name. May the Lord multiply everything that you have. Every good thing that the Lord has given you, may the Lord multiply it in Jesus' name. The Lord multiply open doors for you in Jesus' name. The Lord multiply good things around you in Jesus' name. The Lord multiply good people around you in Jesus' name. The Lord multiply your source of supply. Your source of income. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. I want you to rise up on your feet. And I want us to just pray one prayer. The Lord in Jesus' name, may I live a life of thanksgiving. May I live a... Listen, thanksgiving is a major key. It is one of the prayers that you can never go wrong. You can pray and pray amiss, but you can never thank God and thank him amiss. Lift up your voice and begin to pray and say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. Now, I want you to remember all the things that the Lord has done. Don't be familiar. Don't think that you have thanked him enough. Listen, if you are thanking for the things that he is doing, one of the things that the Lord is continually doing is that he is keeping your breath in your nostrils. Yeah, that's why you can't stop thanking God. As you are standing here breathing, it is the Lord that is giving you that breath. The breath that enters into your lungs. So, if there is nothing to thank the Lord for, it is for the fact that there is breath, living breath in your lungs. And you know what? Bible said that he forgiven all our sins and healed all our diseases. Lift up your voice. Somebody lift up your voice. And as you are thanking God, you are engaging these four major keys. The law of divine attraction. You are engaging it. Lift up your voice and pray. The law of divine attraction. The law of multiplication. Provocation of multiplication. As you are thanking him, it is working in the name of Jesus Christ. The law of pleasing him. Thanksgiving always brings us to a place of pleasing him. Listen, begin to thank God for everything. 
Thank God for your children. Thank God for this church. Thank God for the word that he always gives us. Thank God for your spouse. Don't complain about anything. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Thank him. Hallelujah. And as we are thanking him, Bible said that when Jehoshaphat and the rest of Judah, they started thanking the Lord. And they started praising him. The Lord set ambushment. The Lord set ambushment. Lift up your voice. Bless the name of the Lord. He said, bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Lift it up in the name of Jesus. Thank him for everything that you have received. Thank him for everything that happened in the month of January. February, March, April, May, June. All the way to this time. Lift up your voice in Jesus' name. Oh, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We praise your mighty name. We thank you for being a good God to us. Thank the Lord for today. You went out. You are here. Lift up your voice and thank him. Oh, let somebody be grateful. Listen, this is one of the most powerful prayers you can ever pray. The prayer of thanksgiving. It is better than the prayer of binding. It is better than the prayer of commanding devils out. When the Lord is in your company, demons won't even settle there. When the Lord is in your company, there is fruition. Lift up your voice. The Lord preserved you. The Lord protected you. In the food that you ate. Everything that was supposed to drown you. Hey! We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. We give you glory, Lord. As we honor you. Lift up your hand and let's sing it, our last song. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. Oh. Lift up your hand and tell him. We give you glory, Lord, as we honor you. eternal father the blessed and mighty name of jesus we say thank you thank you for being a good girl to us thank you for showing us mercy and kindness our hearts are filled with thanksgiving because you have been to us had it not been for you died we don't know what our stories would have been but because you were there for us lord we are we give you praise we give you glory we honor you forgive us for complaining and forgive us for murmuring about the things that you have done for us. The things that were somebody's prayer topic. Yet we murmured on it. Please forgive us. 
and Lord, have mercy and receive our thanksgiving. And let our thanksgiving put you in the restoration room. And let that same thanksgiving empower us to recover all. Let thanksgiving, O oh Lord, become our attraction to you and you to us. Let our thanksgiving please you. Let our thanksgiving bring multiplication. And above all, let our thanksgiving neutralize every activity of the enemy. We give you praise and glory. Jesus, blessed and mighty name. Somebody put your hands together for Jesus Christ in Jesus' name. Please take your seat. God bless you. Shall, shall we take our offering? The Lord, we want to bless our seed and then we'll receive it. And then we'll take our communion and then Father, please look on the board. We have all our giving portals listed there. Truth tightly, PayPal, Zelle, Cash App. Father, we thank you for the privilege of giving. Please bless our seed and let it be acceptable in our sight. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Please drop it and um, we will also be taking the communion quickly. Amen. The prayer line will be active at 3 a.m. Central Time. I want you to join and let us pray. The Lord is speaking on the prayer line. And I would love for you to be part and parcel of whatever the Lord is saying firsthand. So you can run with it. Amen. God richly bless each and every one of you that made it tonight. Sunday we'll have two services. The first service is at 8. The second service is at 10. And we'll be tremendously blessed. Amen. All right. We want to take our communion. Bible said that Jesus blessed the bread. When he had blessed the bread and he broke it, he said, it is my body. Father, we thank you for the privilege of eating and drinking the body and the blood. We bless the bread and as we break it, we receive it according to the word of God with faith. We bless the cup, same way we receive it according to the word of God with faith. We eat it together for healing, for perfection, and for cleansing and for empowerment. Let's eat it together. Why shall we be on our feet? So I think the flyer is already on the on the platform. But we will repost it so that you can get in touch with Shadi. And then if he, um, the Lord bless and keep us. The Lord empower us. Today is your first time. Can I see your hand up if today is your first time? If today is your first time. Okay. The Lord favor us. Oh, today is your first time. Wow. Oh, you are partaking in the communion. All right. Would you just tell me your name? Billy James, invited by. Wow. Coach Robert. And then Pastor Solomon. Wow. Billy James. God bless you. After service, um, LP Shana will meet up with you, myself and her. God bless you. Let's share the grace of God together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Let's take our prophetic declaration. With long life, full of prosperity and sound health, shall you satisfy me and my household all the days of our lives. Amen.